So there's no doubt that most of us want to be where the action is at. Some people want to avoid the action. They're more uh, introverts, as people call themselves. But most people want to at least be aware of what's going on in the world and where the exciting stuff is, is at. So for that, of course, what do we do? We check the nose. We see what's going on. We see where the noise is. And uh, one day it's it's uh, it's this thing. It's a, it's a natural, uh, maybe a tsunami, goodness forbid. Or it's a political election. Or it's a... Uh, some kind of new uh, movement, a new concert, the new release of a movie, a new release of a CD. There's always something going on, some kind of buzz. And if before the internet, whatever, however people did it back then with newspapers in the town square, right? Oh, big news. Now there's uh, this, this is going on. Everybody come listen, right? News from the east, news from the west. Um, and... Uh, so forth and so on. So the question is, where is the real action at? And what is simply a diversion? What's simply a, a distraction? Uh, so an answer that we could explore here, or suggestion we could explore here, is that the only real action has to do with um, people's understandings about pertinent things. And uh, consequently, the center of the world and of the universe could take place in anywhere at all without anybody knowing and without any kind of news cameras and without any kind of applause or anything like that and it could um yeah so so let's let, let's discuss that a little bit so so why is that so first of all that to, to put it bluntly and, and simply if we replaced it's not inconceivable to for, for you and i we're not going to say we because we're not sure what that exactly means. But either you or I, it's not inconceivable for, for one of us to uh, to imagine a world where we're the only real person. And everybody else is just a robot. Made, literally like uh, in a movie, right? And made out of metal and, and a computer and stuff like that. So we see very clearly that if this was the case and everybody was just a robot, then <laughs> there would be, would anything at all be interesting? Think about it. Okay, now the robots have, have all uh, made a mob and they're, they're moving around, right? Unless they're a threat to us. We, we don't care what the robots are doing if, if we're sane. What does it matter, right? Now the robots are saying something new. Now they're clapping. Now they're yelling. Now the robots are elected uh, a robot. Now the, ro- the robots are... Uh, uh, one of the robots is singing in front of a couple thousand other robots. They're machines, right? They're just uh, electronics. So it could be fascinating for a little bit to watch, but then we would turn away from it because what is it? What difference does it make? So we say that when we simply think on the level of, of the external of what we see and hear and taste and smell and touch and stuff like that, um, then. It, there's no, we can't understand. There's, there's no uh, meaning to be, to be derived from that because again, we could replace every single person with, with a robot and in theory, in a thought experiment, in a movie, and uh, the world would, could look theoretically exactly the same to us. Right? We don't see the inside of, not to us, to you or I. We don't see the other, the inside of anybody else's mind. So we, we, if we have to, we would have to check, right? Like take a pulse. So is this a robot? Is this a person? Uh, so we say that the action cannot lie with. With anything like that, with anything mechanical, oh, enough people are here, there's enough noise here, there's enough, it can't be anything like that. So what's the only other alternative? The only other alternative is what we call uh, 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 something inside. But what what inside, right? What, what is it? Like uh, emotions, if there's enough emotions, it's interesting. Somebody's very sad or somebody's very happy or somebody's very excited. Now it's the center of the world. 
not not necessarily either. Anyway, what's a, the two seconds worth of emotions or how, however long it is? So what is then the, the most interesting thing? So the idea is that most interesting thing is if if there's a movement of, uh, 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 of us going from where we started to something greater. Where do we start? We start, of course, as uh, an animal. We start as a primate. We start uh, as simply a... a kind of collection we could, we might say at least the, the way it's experienced of, uh, of impulses and inclinations and desires and aversions uh, and all of this we start without an intellect we start we start without morals we start without any awareness or understanding of, of the reality of other people all right so uh, from here what it's possible for us due to our gifts uh, of intellect that uh, all of us have to some extent or another and certainly we would say enough in theory this precluding certain extremes it's people born without a brain or something like that uh, you have enough of it to to then move forward and become a human being as opposed to just an animal right but of course that requires intent and desire and knowledge of what to do and how to do it and most of us don't do it so consequently we clamor and we make noise and we go here and we go there but that's the same thing as the robots it's not interesting at all so what is interesting is if a person is moving in that direction and they're becoming a human being why is that interesting well there's a couple ways to think about it probably the the most obvious one is simply common sense like if we take a look at the whole universe and we uh, and, and we study the stars. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. The, the supernovas, the, the black holes, the, the, the equations that imp- imply them, whatever it may be. It's all great. It's amazing. But ultimately, so what? We're seeing a bunch of stuff in a, in a telescope. <laughs> We're looking at a bunch of equations. What's so interesting about that in and, in and of its own self? Does a camera find that interesting? Does the telescope itself find it interesting? Right? If the light goes into the telescope without anybody watching, to put it that way was that something interesting no right so we see that that's not a viable candidate for for anything that's interesting we see uh the earth right it's a beautiful earth and and there's a lot of life and we we study the life and it's absolutely incredible it's beautiful it's amazing it's unbelievable but at the same time we understand that the rest of life is not um, it, it does not have the scope of understanding to, to appreciate any of it. The birds are not thinking, oh, I'm a bird, right? And I'm, a, I'm part of the, the natural order. There's a, there's a bear and I'm a bird. The bird probably is not thinking that. It may identify, right, p- members of its own uh, kind by smell and, and stuff like that, by appearance, it's, it's as instinct, but certainly not intellectualizing it and making uh, phenotypical uh, and genotypical categories like uh, animal scientists do. That is it. Right, so we say, okay, so the chimpanzees and, and the higher primates and the dolphins, they have some, some extra awareness. Okay, we're not taking anything away from them. They're amazing. They're, they're friends. They're phenomenal. But at the same time, the proof is in the pudding. They've done what they've done, and we've done what we've done. And there's really not much more to say. They live in the jungle on trees and, and do whatever they, they, they do there, eat some bananas. Uh, or the dolphins, they swim around and, and do what they do, and, and we do what we do. We build New York City and Tokyo and and have stock markets and have civilizations and histories and, and, and math and physics and philosophy and literature and poetry and music and all kinds of things. So we want to say, oh, really, the, the chimp is still has exactly as much understanding as we do or the gorilla or, or the dolphin. Okay, no problem. But the facts stand as they do. So anyhow, we see consequently that if we think a little bit about it, there's really nothing conceivably more exciting than a, a, a form of life becoming a human being becoming cognizant and aware of itself self-aware 
to put it that way and rising and, and rising and becoming greater and greater and moving toward toward uh, what has no end toward the good right and uh so we see just on, the, on this common sense face of it, it's like there's nothing else. There's no other show that's going on. Again, we can look through a telescope. We can watch uh, the, the beetles moving around and the ants all day long. And again, it's extremely interesting. No question about it. But it is what it is. It's always been the same way. It's just the, the, the natural order. The plants grow. The, the animals do what they do. But the only thing that's an exception that we're aware of, okay, we can say, okay, no problem. There's some aliens somewhere, the little green uh, uh, men, they're hyper intelligent, they're, and women, they're the geniuses compared, oh, we can say anything we want, right? We, but we, we're not aware of that, are we? We're only aware of ourselves, and as far as we possibly know, we're the only interesting thing uh, that there is. And the only further, the only interesting, the only truly interesting thing, of course, is, is if we do grow, and if we do grow into human beings, and we become somebody, right? Because we understand that our appearance is deceptive. We look like human beings. We look like rational creatures. We're upright. We, we don't have hair on our face like the, the primates do, uh, right? We, uh, we speak frequently and uh, we, we do civilized things. We dress in the suit, but generally our inner life is not a human inner life. It's an animal inner life and because we haven't made that, that shift made that move so if bodies were correspondent to that what the experience to what it was like to, to to be a creature we see it is correspondent with the animals right we see that a, a, a ant looks like an ant and we don't see what, what in those cartoons where do they have um ant farm or bug life with the animated films right that the bugs are speaking we don't see this do we so that that we make sense an ant is an ant and we see the ant body and we don't we don't try to speak to it if we're saying Right? We see a, a goat, and it also doesn't uh, th- doesn't talk. We see a, a cow, it also doesn't speak. So all the, the animal bodies are they they indicate the the animal mind properly and correctly. But we have a human body. It indicates it brings to mind the idea of a human being. But of course, inside, it's not a human being by and large. So if the bodies were commensurate to to again the experience and the the degree of development. We would, it would mostly be uh, either very, depending on how nice we want to be, we could say very little children, four or five years old, at, at most we would say, eh, dep- depending on the standard we take, but probably four or five is reasonable, maybe a little less, three, three or four, whatever it may be, or, or if we want to be a little meaner, we could say that there's a, a whole bunch of hair on us, uh, on our face, and uh, we're, we're on all fours. Right? And that then that would be a real, realistic view. And of course, if we think about it like that, then everything totally makes sense. Then it's no longer at all. Oh, how come there's so much cruelty and hatred and violence in the world? Like we're human beings, love each other. We're not human beings. We're not. And if we had the bodies that we deserve, so to speak, that, that were uh, accurate representations of our inner state of our morals and intellect and, and development, then we would, again, we would be on all fours just making sounds and, and with hair and, and all of this, all of us, every single one of us. It's not like, oh, but I'm special. I'm not like, no, absolutely not. It, it, we're, we're all, it's a, it's a stages of, of, of development and that's the stage of development we're all in. Right? But if we do think about it like that, then then it's clear, right? Like, of course, animals do what they do to each other. They're, they're brutal, they're vicious, they're violent, they're selfish, they're narcissistic, to so speak. It's a... What else can we expect, right? But we have bodies that, that uh, bring to mind the idea of human beings. Maybe that there have been a small handful of throughout history. And consequently, we're like, we don't understand. You look like a human being. You talk like one. You, you use language. And yet you're, you're vicious. You're violent. You're selfish. You, you're, you're hateful. You're vain. 
all right? You're angry. What, what's going on? You, you don't have any. Uh, you don't have any uh, uh, inner life. You don't have a. Your intellect is 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 completely underdeveloped. Uh, you, you know, you have no true morals. You have no true appreciation and understanding of of the reality of anybody else but yourself. You don't care about anything that, uh, but but the satisfaction of your of your little desires and self esteem needs. And you look like a human being. It doesn't make sense. That's what we think, right? Because we're thinking again. We see a human body. It's standing upright and. and and it doesn't have hair on its face, so we think it's a human being. It's not a fair representation. Uh, but anyhow, so we see consequently that it should be very clear that, as at least until we know otherwise, the most exciting thing that could possibly go on in, in the whole uh, universe, it, it, again, as far as we know, is if one of one of us who, who, who are now primates is trying to become a human being and is trying to extricate him or herself from the general animal mass uh, and uh, the general animal mentality and, uh, and, and trying to really truly be something uh, that, that is above and beyond the, the state of nature as it's commonly uh, had. Uh, so uh, in, in this case, right, what do we want? We want to flee to, we, we want to always be uh, moved towards what's exciting. We always want to be aware of what's exciting. So this is what's exciting. And this excitement can go on again without any cameras, without any media present. It can go on in our own families as we try to positively influence our own children to, to grow up and to be human beings or our significant other, our family members and neighbors and friends. It can go on with ourselves in our room. We're, we're trying to understand something, trying to move ahead and, and escape from our from, from the bondage of our of our uh, impulses and desires and, and, and all of this. It can go on... Um, and the, it, 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 as we're working, so we're not working thoughtlessly and mindlessly simply to get some money in order to live like an animal another day, but we're working to, to attain humanity. We're working to, to attain a degree where we can uh, uh, selflessly serve other people and, and work toward their benefit, right? So it can be anywhere. Uh, and that's the, the most exciting thing. And everything else is just the noise. It's just noise akin to if robots were, were doing, it, doing it or akin to if... Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, animals were, were doing stuff and congregating like cows in a field. It's, it's all nonsense, to be honest. It's, it's necessary nonsense. We're thankful. It's amazing. It's great. But it's not where the action is at. The action is with anybody that is, is trying to truly transform him or herself. So we can think about it. Thank you for listening.